It's kind of a different world, isn't it? But it has some advantages. We are reaching people that we have never shared the good news of God's love and the gospel of Jesus Christ with. And when you click share, when you give people the link, churchofhope.com slash forward slash live, people are connecting to God's word. People are connecting with Jesus. And we're entering in to a very important week, Holy Week, remembering the entrance of Jesus, Palm Sunday weekend we celebrate, remembering his journey through this week, his meal in the upper room, Passover turning to communion, his trip into the Garden of Gethsemane, his rejection, his betrayal, his judgment before Pilate and um, Caiaphas and Herod, and eventually his trip to Calvary's cruel cross. But the story doesn't end there. Holy Week ends with the great resurrection of Jesus Christ. This is a week that we want you to think about your spiritual journey. You know, it would be a great blessing if you would just take a moment and uh, tell us, just shoot a little video on your phone, what the cross means to you, what Jesus did on the cross. Less than a minute, just send it in to us. I'd love to see what the cross means to you. Just hold your phone out, make sure you get some good lighting, don't have it too bright behind you, make sure you get a good solid image, and uh, I'd love to hear what the cross means to you. You know what else would be great? On a separate video, if you would shoot a video that says what the resurrection of Jesus means to you. I'd love to share them, so I'd like you to send them in. Uh, you can email a good quality uh, video, I think, to hope at churchofhope.com. Or if you forget that, remember my name, scott at churchofhope.com. I'd like to gather some of them. I'd like us to share the good news from your life to many others, connecting you to other people. Because, you know, people need hope. This is an important week for us to draw closer to the Lord. I hope this will be a week that you take time, and we've got some extra time, some of us, to pray, to have a devotional time, to think about our relationship with God, our relationship with Jesus Christ. Let this be a week of Jesus entering our world. You know, recently, survey recently done said four out of ten Americans says that this COVID-19 circumstance is seriously hurting or affecting their mental health. Four out of 10, that's 40%, almost half. So that means you are coming into contact with people day by day that are experiencing anxiety and fear. And you know what the answer to anxiety and fear is? It's Jesus entering into our world. That's what we celebrate on this Palm Sunday weekend. Jesus entering into Jerusalem, even though Jerusalem was a mess. Jesus is not afraid of messy people or messy circumstances. He wants to enter into them and bring wholeness and healing. May this be a week that you grow in holiness and wholeness, where God brings his hand on your life and makes things that are broken whole again. Jesus wasn't afraid to enter into Jerusalem on Palm Sunday. He did it with great joy. And he can enter into your life, your home, your marriage, your circumstance, your business, your health situation. He wants to enter in. And we want to say, welcome, 
Jesus. I'm going to read just the story of um, Palm Sunday. I'm going to read from Mark's story about Jesus, and here's what he says to us. Many people spread their coats, their outer jackets, on the road, and others spread leafy branches, palm branches, that they had cut down from the fields. And those who went before and those who followed, they were shouting. Watch the four things that they shouted. Hosanna! Blessed is he who comes in the name of the Lord. Blessed is the coming kingdom of our father David. And the fourth thing they cried out, Hosanna in the highest. They were certainly people of praise. Now we know a few days from now on Holy Week, there's going to be another crowd that gathers and cries out, crucify him. They're not going to be people of praise. They're going to be people that call for pain. So here's a question today. Are you running with the crowd of praise or are you running with the crowd of pain? I used to think that these were the same people. And there may have been some same people on Palm Sunday as cried out, crucify him. But there was at least in the city of Jerusalem a two and a half million people at this time. And Jesus entered from outside the city. So we know as read and study that a lot of the population that came to celebrate Passover was also staying outside the city. The Galileans, those who came from the northern part of the Holy Land, were outside the city. And you, you see the story we read? People were following him. That means they were entering into the city with him. They weren't people of the city. They were people that were entering in with him. Galilee is where Jesus performed most of his ministry, where he taught in the synagogues, where he healed the sick, where he loved the common people. And Galileans, they were common people. They were people that embraced Jesus. They're probably the ones that were entering in. Now, the people of the city, the power brokers, the scribes and the Pharisees that Jesus called hypocrites and had conflict with, they were the ones pulling the strings so that the crowd formed in front of Pilate and cried out, crucified him. They were probably two different crowds. And as we come into this day, I'm just thinking about what crowd am I wanting to live in? The crowd that celebrates the power of Christ's presence, the praising people that say Hosanna, or the people that are separated from his presence. To be separated from his presence is to be in the crowd of pain. And what we need today across the nation is more power in his presence and praise and less in the pain and suffering of this world. And the big question comes, and it was raised on Palm Sunday, Matthew's Gospel says it like this, talking about Palm Sunday, that there were people in the crowd that asked this question. Who is this? Matthew 21. This is Palm Sunday from Matthew's record. Who is this Jesus? The answer to that question makes all the difference in the world. Who do you say Jesus is? I think everyone on the planet should think about Jesus. He's not a mythical figure. He's a real human person that lived, that died, and factually that rose again. Everyone needs to think about what we consider in this holy week. It's not a fairy tale. It's a fact. Who is this Jesus? And the four things that we just read from Mark's story of Jesus, 
Palm Sunday celebration show us who these celebrating, Hosanna, praising people thought Jesus was. And if you will believe, and if you will receive the presence of Jesus Christ, he will bring wholeness to your brokenness. He will take any person. He loves every single one of us. He loves you. Every person that's a part of this family of hope right now, he loves you so much. He loves you more than you think he does. And he loves you just like you are. And he loves you enough not to leave you that way. Be part of the crowd that celebrated the presence of the Lord. Here's what they said about Jesus. They said, Jesus, you are our Savior. Jesus, this powerful word, Hosanna. Now that's a word that comes uh, from the Bible. It's uh, in English here, and you know that most of the Bible, New Testament, was written in Greek. And uh, so if we go back into the Greek to find out what this word Hosanna is, you know what it is in the Greek? It's Hosanna. What the English translators did was take this Greek word, the sound of the word, and just brought it over into English. Hosanna. So if we go back into the Greek definition and we look for the definition of Hosanna in Greek, we don't find it there either. You have to go back into the Hebrew because the Greek translators did exactly what the English translators did. They took a Hebrew word that sounded out was Hosanna and they brought it into the Greek. We find it in the Psalm 118. Here's where the word comes from, the Hosanna. Now Psalm 118 is a powerful psalm. I would encourage you to read the whole psalm. Just write that down. Read the 118th Psalm, and here's where the word Hosanna that gives to us such beauty on this Palm Sunday. It comes from the phrase right at the beginning of verse 25, save us. Hosanna is a word of salvation. As Jesus came into the city, they were saying, Jesus, we need salvation. It would be like someone in a pool drowning, going down for the third time. Hosanna means I'm reaching out to say, I need a Savior. But it has a deeper meaning. It also recognizes that the Savior has come. So you're going down for the third time. Hosanna, I need a Savior, but the lifeguard is on the way. Hosanna. There's a Savior that is present. As Jesus entered into the city of Jerusalem, the crowd of praise was calling out, Hosanna, we need a Savior. And they were recognizing Jesus. Jesus, you are that Savior. Hosanna. Just where you are right now, even if there's people around you, could you just lift this word of praise, which it is, Hosanna. In fact, I've got my palms here. It's Palm Sunday. Just got to wave my palms. Hosanna. Blessed is the Lord who is our Savior. Isn't that why Jesus came? Jesus gave his own definition of why he came. The Son of Man, that's Jesus. He came to seek and to save people who were lost. Jesus came to seek and to save. Luke chapter 19, people that were lost. He's looking today for people just like you, who are far away from God, 
and that believe and receive him as Savior. He has come to be entering into our lives as Savior. When you do that, you experience his presence, his power, and become a person of praise. To reject Jesus as Savior is a world of pain. That's what happens before Pilate. That's what happens when they cry out, crucify him. They're rejecting him as Hosanna. I want to be in the group that celebrates him as Savior. The next thing they said was, blessed is he who comes in the name of the Lord. They were saying, Jesus, you are from the Lord. Jesus, you are from heaven. Now, I don't know to what degree each person understood this truth as they said it, but we understand from the teaching of Jesus that Jesus was and is the divine Son of God who came and lived on the planet. He came from heaven, and anytime we believe in him, anytime we receive him, he brings the atmosphere of heaven into our hearts. We talk about opening our hearts to Jesus Christ. We're welcoming him as our Savior, and there's a change in the atmosphere of our heart when we say, Jesus, you are welcome. Blessed is he who comes in the name of the Lord. And heaven fills our heart. If your heart is filled with anxiety and brokenness and sin, why don't you turn your heart towards Jesus today? Why don't you believe and receive Jesus? Like Jesus entered into the city of Jerusalem, he wants to enter into your heart, into your soul, into the center of your being. And when he enters in, heaven enters your heart. Jesus brings heaven. Jesus said very clearly that he was the way to connect to heaven. John 14, it says Jesus' words, probably one of the most powerful verses in all of the scripture. Jesus is saying, I am the way. I'm the way to heaven. When you receive me, you receive heaven. I'm the truth. I'm the truth of heaven. I'm the truth of a relationship with God. And I'm the life, not only in this life, I'm eternal life. No one comes to the Father except through me. Heaven comes when we invite Jesus in. In fact, if you'll read John 14, that'd be another great passage to read. It's in that passage that he says, don't let your heart be troubled. You believe in God, believe also in me. In my Father's house are many mansions, many dwelling places. I want you to live with me forever. That's what heaven is. And he says, you know the way to that place. And Thomas, the disciple, said, Lord, we don't know the way. How do we find heaven? And Jesus says, here's how you do it. I'm the way. I'm the truth. I'm the life. You can open your heart to heaven today when you receive Christ. To reject Christ is to miss heaven. And that's incredible pain. So on this Palm Sunday, Hosanna. He is our Savior. Blessed is he who comes in the name of the Lord. He brings heaven. And then the third thing that we read in Luke is that they cried out, blessed is the coming kingdom of our father David. That's so interesting that they said the father David because usually Hebrew people would say our father Abraham. We are the children of Abraham and Isaac and Jacob. But this had a very specific meaning on this Palm Sunday. They were celebrating the fact that David had been king of Jerusalem and that when Messiah came, when the one sent from God came, he would sit 
on the throne of David. They were recognizing, Jesus, you are our king. You are the one that the angel talked about in Luke chapter 1 when Jesus was born. It said that Jesus would sit on the throne of his father, David. Sitting on the throne of his father, David. That's what he came to do. He came to be the king. You remember, that was the contention of this week. This holy week, the first holy week. Jesus entered into the city. The crowd of praise said, he is our king. And the power brokers and the scribes and the Pharisees and the politicians of the city rejected him as king. That's one of the key points of holy week. Remember when they brought him before Pilate? And they said, we have no king. We have no king but Caesar. We reject Jesus as our king. Do you remember the words that were over Jesus' head as he hung on the cross? This is Jesus, the king of the Jews. And they said, please put, he claimed to be the king of the Jews. And Pilate said, I've written what I've written. It's very clear as he entered into the city, there were those that embraced him as king. And when we believe in Jesus and we receive him, listen to this, not just as our Savior, not just the one that reaches into the pool of our life and rescues us when we need rescuing, but when we get out of that place and we are saved, we acknowledge, you are my king. Or we can say it like this, Jesus is Lord, which means if he wants something for my life, and I want something for my life, who wins? He wins. If he gives direction and I'm reading uh, the word of God and I see that he asks me to love my enemies, and I say, I don't want to love my enemies. If he's the king, he gets to make that call. It's a matter of accepting Jesus in this special time of life, not only as our Savior, the one who rescues us from whatever hole we're in, whatever danger we're in, whatever brokenness we're in. But when he rescues us, we say, you are our king. So those first Palm Sunday people said, you are our savior. You are Hosanna. You have come in the name of the Lord. You have come from the Lord. The presence of the Lord is with you and heaven is wherever you are because you're from God. And you've come to establish the kingdom of our father David. Now, they thought it would be a political kingdom that Jesus would enter into that day, but Jesus did establish the kingdom of God. And we enter into the kingdom of God through that narrow door that Jesus talks about, by putting our faith in God, by trusting in the Lord. So, to be people of praise, we say, Lord, you're our Savior. To be people of praise, we say, Lord, you're the one that brings us heaven. To be people of praise, we say, Lord, you are the king of our lives, or you are the Lord of my life. Jesus, you are not just my savior. You are my Lord. To reject those is to end up in the crowd that cried up, crucify him. We don't want Jesus as our king. I want to live my own life. In fact, someone told me that the theme song of hell is... I did it my way. The theme song of heaven is, not my will, but Lord, your will. I submit to you. 
And on this week, as we draw closer to the Lord, let him talk to you. If there are things in your life that need to be cleaned up, changed, rearranged, let him be the king of your world. Let him be declared. Jesus is Lord. In fact, that's a beautiful declaration. A moment ago, I asked you to say out loud, Hosanna. But let's do this together. Let's out loud declare this truth. Jesus is Lord. Go ahead, say it right out loud. Jesus is Lord. In your home, in your hotel room, wherever you're connected to this ministry of hope with right now, Jesus is Lord. And the Bible says no one can say that except by the Spirit of God. So that's living proof that the Spirit of God is with you. He's knocking at your heart's door, and you open up your heart and acknowledge, Lord, I believe in you. Lord, I receive you. And then the last thing they cried out was, Hosanna in the highest. Jesus is not only our King, not only our Savior, not only the one who brings us to heaven. Jesus is our priority. He is number one in our lives. Our priority. Whatever else you're looking to for help in this world. Medicine. That's good. Research. That's good. Other people to support you. That's good. We all need those things. And we believe in those things. But the number one help in your life comes when you understand Oh, Jesus, you are the highest. You are the highest in my life. You are the one that is above all others. When you understand the truth that the Bible tells us, that Jesus has been given a name which is above every other name. He is the priority of our life. When you prioritize Jesus, you understand every other name is under Jesus. Sickness is under Jesus. Sin is under Jesus. No matter what the sin is, there's no sin that is above Jesus. Sometimes people say, well, Scott, if you knew what I did, I don't think that God could forgive me. That would be putting something over Jesus. When Jesus is number one, when he is the priority, you understand he is above every other name. Any sin he's over, any sickness he's over. Do you know what? He is over the name COVID-19. He's greater. And in this day that we remember him entering, we want to welcome him into our lives. We want to welcome him into our country. We're praying for a revival across this nation. Sweeping here, sweeping Canada, sweeping the world. We have friends we're praying for in Africa. We have friends we're praying with in India. We are praying that this will be a Jesus revolution in this season. He is the priority. You know, Jesus said it like this when he was teaching us about his kingdom. He says it's so important that we seek first the kingdom of God. And we seek his righteousness. Because when we seek first the kingdom of God, all of these things come into place. You may have some things that are out of place in your life. Some misplaced things. When you seek God first as your priority, he's the one that brings healing and wholeness into your soul. So on that first Palm Sunday, the people that entered in with him were crying out, Hosanna. Blessed is he who comes in the name of the Lord. Blessed is the coming kingdom of our father David and Hosanna in the highest. Each statement has rich 
meaning. And each statement has a truth that will help to set us free. So I pray as we are in this Palm Sunday season that we will boldly know and declare, Jesus is my Savior. I just say that out loud. Jesus is my Savior. Going to church doesn't save you. In fact, Billy Graham said, one of the greatest places of need spiritually for people to come to God are people who are sitting in church. Religion doesn't save you. In fact, religion crucified Jesus. The crowd that rejected him were very religious, but they had no relationship with God through Jesus Christ. So we want to say, Jesus is my Savior. We want to say, Jesus, bring heaven. My home needs heaven. If you're one of those people that is just saying, you know, this is really challenging me, Remember earlier we talked about 40% of the population saying this is seriously challenging my mental health. Know this, my friend. Take your focus and place it on the Lord Jesus. Declare, blessed is he who comes in the name of the Lord. Your deliverance comes in the name of Jesus, in the mighty name of Jesus. In fact, I pray over your home, your household, your mind, your emotions, and I pray over you in the mighty name of Jesus. May he be the one who brings heaven into your heart. May there literally be a shift in the atmosphere because heaven is in your home. May there be a shift in your heart because the presence of Jesus is not just out there somewhere. Jesus out there. Jesus in your heart. Heaven in your heart. And know this, he is the king. Jesus is the king of our lives. He is the Lord. He's the king of all kings, actually, and the Lord of all lords. And he is our priority. On this Palm Sunday weekend, make Jesus the priority of your life. I want to pray with you and for you. Maybe this is a moment that you need to consider your relationship with God. Maybe you've been far away from God. Well, just like Palm Sunday, as we remember Jesus' triumphal entry into the city of Jerusalem, Jesus would like to enter your heart. You can pray with me in just a moment, and you can receive Jesus because you believe in Him. You believe He is your Savior. You believe He came from God. You believe He is the way to God. You believe that He is the Lord of your life. You believe He needs to be the Lord of your life, the priority of your life. Well, I want you to pray this prayer. And you know, on some of the platforms, there's a, a way to just indicate, I am making a decision, a commitment to Jesus. I think one of them has a place where you can raise your hand. Hey, this would be the time to say, in the name of Jesus, for the first time or for the first time in a long time, I am exercising my faith in Jesus. Just praying right now and saying, dear Jesus, I turn away from my sin and I turn towards you. I pray that I would be forgiven of my sins. I receive your grace and your love and your mercy. Thank you for loving me today and thank you for loving me every day. I give my life to Jesus. I receive him as my savior and I receive him as my Lord. In the name of Jesus, amen. And if you're making that kind of decision and there's a place for you to raise your hand and if you would like to receive wherever you are in the world, we're not asking you to join a religion. We're asking you to learn about Jesus. There's a free ebook that we will send to you. If you'll text in the word yes to our text number, 
260-1321. Text the word yes. You're saying yes to God, yes to Jesus. And you text it to 941. That's our area code where we are, 260-1321. And we are praying for you. We have many prayer requests that we're gathering, and we'd love to know what's going on in your life. We love you so much. I care about you. And uh, you can send in prayer requests to prayer at churchofhope.com. We have numbers of prayer requests that come in every day. We had a live prayer meeting on Wednesday, and we pray over these requests over and over again. And I want to bless you. I want to pray that the Lord will be with you, and I want to thank you for being part of the family of hope today. Maybe you're new to the family of hope. Well, welcome. There are no strangers here. And even if you feel like you're watching from far away somewhere, if you are with us, you're with us. You're in the family of hope. I want to pray that the Lord will bless you. I want to pray that the Lord will keep you. I want to pray that the Lord will shine His face upon you. I want to pray that the God of hope will fill you with all joy and all peace as you trust in God so that you will overflow with hope by the power of the Holy Spirit. I bless you in Jesus' name. And in Jesus' name, you are very, very blessed.